0: Envision the future that you want and the person you want to be. Envision yourself as your highest self. Do something small every day that's getting you towards that. Add more habits in each day and you'll get there.
1: Hello. Welcome to Active Ingredient, a podcast all about personal and professional growth. I'm your host, Sophie Wheel, and I'm a deeply curious person who's on a mission to help us all come home to ourselves to truly come alive and to live lives that we genuinely love. I'm also the founder of Nude Nation, a brand building and PR agency that exists to help mission-driven brands and founders get clear on their why and spread their truth far and wide across media, podcasts, speaking engagements, and so much more. I started this podcast because I was so desperate to find my purpose. I wanted to interview people who I felt figured it out because honestly, I wanted that for myself too. And what I've learned along the way is that the answers are all internal, every single one of them. We find them in the silence. Validation is fleeting if you don't validate yourself first. And the more we nurture the relationship with ourselves and learn to listen to the deep voice inside and actually act from that place, the more the external starts to reflect the internal alignment. I believe that the more we can integrate ourselves holistically, the more whole we'll feel, which is why this podcast is a mix of my greatest loves personal and professional growth. You can expect conversations that range from how to deal with imposter syndrome or how to build your confidence, as well as tips and tools on how to get your message out there in the world. My biggest wish for you is that you prioritize your joy. See yourself first and that you come alive every single day. Welcome to Active Ingredient. I am so glad you're here. Hello. Welcome back to Active Ingredient. I'm beyond excited to be releasing this episode with you guys with Mari Llewellyn and her husband, Greg. I cannot wait to get into who they are, what this whole conversation is about. And before I do that, I did want to give you guys two quick life updates that are, I'm going to say them quick. And I think that like they probably deserve solo episodes each, but I did feel like I just wanted to share it with you guys. The first being that I moved from New York to Miami last week. It's been a huge roller coaster of emotions for sure. I'm still processing, but yeah, we moved to our Miami apartment. We're gonna be here until March and then seeing what we're gonna do after that. And in the interim, we're still gonna be going back to New York often, but it's a lot to process. You know, I've lived in New York for almost 10 years. And there's a lot that comes up from like an identity standpoint. And moving is really, really emotional, like the purging of things and just leaving a space where you, I don't know, like in this last apartment, especially like I felt like I grew so much and I was so grateful for the home that we had and how it really nurtured us in that chapter of our life. And so there was, you know, attachment things and identity stuff and just, A lot came up. It was very emotional. We moved, and then literally two days later, my sister and I launched a company um, that I am just so, so proud of. It is a true labor of love. It's called Piano Piano, which means slowly, slowly in Italian. It's spelled like piano, like the instrument. And it is a tableware company on a mission for all of us to, or just to encourage us really to slow down, to Choose presence and to come alive, which, as you guys know, is very much the same mission that I have for Active Ingredient and every conversation that I have. So, to me, this brand is really just another extension of my mission. And I'm so grateful that I get to share this with my sister and do this and build this from the ground up together. It has been so much fun, it has been a true journey. It feels like we're literally at play all the time. And just from the second that we had the idea till today, it has just felt constantly like fun and just what our soul really wanted out there in the world. And I think that, you know, seeing the response, it's literally been one week since the launch. The response has just been so overwhelming and so positive. And I just, it makes me think that we're all craving this. I think that we are really all collectively at our core craving to slow down, To take a breath and just be in the actual moment that you're in and to prioritize joy in the small things and to not have to wait for the trip or the weekend or a big occasion or moment to feel like that's the moment where you enjoy your life and instead actually choosing it in the moments when you're making your morning coffee or your warm water with lemon Or your lunch or when you're grabbing the fruit out of your fruit bowl. And to us, like that is literally the essence of the brand. Like for us, we really find a win with this for just anyone to kind of see our products and it just be a remembrance to take a breath, slow down, to really just think like, where is it that we're running to? You know, like this is the actual moment. The moment is now, this is, this is your life. It's not in the one, to two trips that you're doing a year. It's not in in that. That's amazing. And I love traveling and I'm not saying that I'm not all for it. It's just your life is literally in the every single day moments. So for us, we were like, we just want to create something, create a brand that stands for that. And truly every decision that we have made throughout the process of creating this brand has always layered up to that question. We keep asking ourselves, does this make us feel alive? Does working with this vendor or does working with in this way feel like what we're preaching? And then that's how we literally make our decisions. And I just, I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of how we've shown up in this. I'm proud of the actual product. I'm like, literally obsessed with it. So right now we're selling, um, coffee cups, in three different ways. Um, we're selling dinner plates, dinnerware, um, serveware. So like bowls, pitchers, platters, just all items that you pretty much interact with on a daily basis. Cause that's what we wanted. We wanted all things that like are in your day-to-day life that can really be utilized as a remembrance to prioritize slowing down and coming alive. Truly. So um, if you guys want to check it out, the website is pianopianohome.com. The Instagram is at Piano Piano. We're also on TikTok. I'm trying to figure that one out. But it has been just a wild, wild ride. But like the best, uh, it's been wild, but also like in flow, if that makes sense. Like it just feels like with a lot of things that I do, sometimes it kind of feels like I'm pushing like a boulder up a hill. I got moments, you know, and this the whole way through has felt just like ease, flow, definitely a lot of hard work, but with ease, you know, it just has felt like it's flowed the whole way through. So I'm really proud and I hope you guys check it out and I really value your opinion. So if you, um, have any thoughts about it or, um, purchased anything or anything at all, let me know. People are starting to get their orders and it's like literally, it literally feels like Christmas every single time I get a Shopify notification. And so it does, it does also for, for geeky. We literally text each other every time like, Oh my God. But yeah. So those are the two updates moved and launched a company with my sister called piano piano. And yeah. So with all of that, I truly could not be more excited to talk to you guys about this week's episode, which is with Mari Llewellyn and her husband, Greg, who Mari is truly one of my absolute favorite follows on Instagram and on YouTube. She is a powerhouse when it comes to health and wellness content, mental health content, um, in a really like fun, aspirational, and attainable way all at the same time, which is a very hard thing to achieve. And I said it in the episode, but I was just like, it's really refreshing to hear someone speak about these topics in a vulnerable way, but not in a way, because I feel like, I don't know if you guys agree with me on this, but I sometimes feel like vulnerability is like, I don't know, being kind of like um, exploited. Like people are kind of just like being vulnerable for the sake of the algorithm because vulnerability is like, you know being, like, having a moment with the algorithms. And I'm all for sharing truths, like, truly, like, that's literally what, like, makes me feel something is when people share truths. But sometimes it feels kind of phony when people are, like, I don't know, crying to the camera or, like, doing things that feels like it's doing it for the purpose of the algorithm, I guess. And with Mari's content, like she's really, really open and honest about her journey and where she's at and where she came from and where she's going. And it does not feel like that at all. Like zero percent. I enjoy her content so much. I seek out her recipes all the time. I just, I'm, I'm a true fan of what she's built and what she's created. And I'm also a huge fan of their dynamic as a husband and wife duo. I love their energy with each other. I think that they both have strengths that complement each other, and that's why I wanted to have them both on the show because I've kind of started to dabble into more of the conversation of what it's like to transform and to grow within relationships. Because I think that's part of the personal development and growth conversation that people don't talk about as much is that when you're currently in a relationship or when you're, you know, in relationship to anyone, you're changing and that's going to change the dynamics of your relationship. And within their their story, Mari and Greg's story, there was massive transformation. I mean, Mari literally lost 90 pounds, completely changed her lifestyle, the way that she was showing up in the world, the way that she interacted with herself. And that changes dynamics, you know? So I actually found Mari through listening to her episode with um, the Skinny Confidential with Lauren and Michael. I highly recommend you guys listen to that episode because it's just her and she talks about her journey, beginning to like the point that they recorded that episode. It's really really good and I recommend that one. And I, and then also listen to this one because it's the dynamic of it from a relationship perspective. So um, we definitely get into both of their journeys and I wanted them both on for that reason because I wanted to hear what it's like to do this and evolve and grow at the level that they have with a partner by your side, you know? So – Mari and Greg are just a powerhouse duo. Mari is a content creator, like I said, on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. She is the creator of the Slay app, which is a digital workout program. And she's also the co-founder of Bloom that she co-founded with Greg, which is a supplement company with mental health in mind. And I think that's a really cool, unique take. And the supplement industry is obviously booming. And I really love a brand that really was created from her pain point. So when she went on her health and wellness journey, she just didn't find supplements that like spoke to her and that wouldn't uh, spike her anxiety. So she set out to create one for herself, literally to solve that problem. And I just really love that that's how it was born. And every single thing that they create from the brand perspective, or from like the product standpoint, is always with that in mind. So they have greens, they have a matcha powder, they have uh, pre workouts. And I've been testing their, the bloom greens and I really, really like it. I actually had a huge (laughs) glass of it, um, uh, on a plane recently and I really, really enjoyed it and I've just been using it. This is not sponsored by them at all. I just, I really am a fan of their brand and them and I trust them and I really like the product so far. So in this episode, we talk about what it's like to transform within relationships, Uh, We talk about the school system and why school isn't for everyone. And just if you were not good in school, that does not mean that you're not absolutely incredible as per their success. You know, we talk about building a business together from the ground up and something that I think is something I want to shout from the rooftops is not waiting for when things quote unquote fall into place and instead operating from that place now, which sounds hard, but I think that they do a really good job of explaining how they do that. So this was a very long-winded intro, but I feel like I I wanted to give you guys just the update on life. And thank you, Mari and Greg, for coming on the show. They are truly a duo to watch. They also just launched in Target, which is insane. And I'm just really proud to know them and excited to see where they go next. So Mari and Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here, guys. I'm so excited. Thanks for having us. I have the co-founders of Bloom. And honestly, you're one of my favorite followers on Instagram, like straight up. I actually discovered you through Skinny Confidential. Do you get that a lot? Interestingly, I do. It's been a whole new audience for me. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, like I know vulnerability is like a word that people say, but this was another level. It's rare to feel refreshed with like vulnerability these days. Do you
0: agree? I do. I do. It's It's interesting because I think it's encouraged online. People always talk about being honest, but when it actually comes down to it, it's really scary
1: and it's getting scarier because people are so sensitive on the internet nowadays. On top of that, I also feel like because like it's encouraged from like an algorithm perspective Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable, it kind of feels like some people are like vulnerable for the sake of the algorithm versus genuinely. Mm -hmm. So when I heard you on that podcast, I was like, no, this is genuine as fuck. And like, you can just feel it. you can't fake that. Thank you. you. Thank you. So that's how I actually heard
0: of you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: So I always ask every guest this question and it's two of you. So whoever wants to go first can jump in, but I always ask what you were like as a kid that you remember qualities or personality traits or interests. Even it could be like people in your family that said this about you or that what you remember of yourself, but why don't Yeah, you go first, Mari?
0: Okay, things that stand out to me, I was always very creative. I am super strong on the right side of my brain. Anything, writing, language, art, anything like that I love. And in our company, I've become very focused on branding, creatives, content, anything of that nature. And then I would also say, I struggled in school, academically, tests, were not my thing. I had not great grades, but I would kill it at a presentation. I could get up in front of the room and like pretend that I was someone else and be able to tell a story and feel super confident doing that. And I feel like connecting with people through communication has been my favorite part of my job today.
1: So I think that that's what I would define as like. Do you feel like you ever lost it? Do you feel like there was ever a period where like that wasn't the front and center of your life? I definitely went through
0: periods of insecurity, not being sure of who I was, listening too much to other people's opinions, being worried what my voice sounded like, being embarrassed I was saying the wrong thing. And I think over the years, I've been working on confidence and being okay with being wrong or changing my mind and just getting, you know, really owning it. It's connecting with my audience is my favorite thing I do by far. So
1: like you came back to your thing.
0: I would say
2: so. I feel as of late,
1: yeah, as of late. Like I really twenty twenty two. Really? And
2: yeah, I mean, we're like every day we're peaking lately. We're like really pushing it.
1: I yeah. love that. Yeah. And even my why horseback do you think? Riding? Well,
0: like I was what?
2: thinking specifically the horse like just our us trying to do some personal hobbies if you want to do it? Yeah,
0: I just got back into horseback riding in a big way. Is that something you did when you were little? Yes. Oh my god. I was animal obsessed, horse riding obsessed. And recently I was like, I have no fun. Like I really I know that sounds sad. Someone asked I think me, it's very relatable. My therapist was like, what do you do for fun? And I was like, work out. But that's my job. Like it's exercise. Yeah. It is fun for me, but I document it. Like it really is part right. of my job. So I was like, I really don't do anything for fun. And the first thing that comes to my head is horseback riding. I've been wanting to do it for years and I finally did it. I
1: love that. And I'm really curious how it's impacted everything else.
0: I feel like it just clears my head and leaves room for ideas and yeah. growth and creativity If I work solidly through the week without breaks, I run myself into the ground
1: and I end up hating everything I do. Totally. Yeah. I feel like that people think it's like, oh, like I'll get to the thing that's fun or joy when I finish this to-do list, do this thing, whatever, whatever.
2: The way I kind of have like explained that whole process to myself is it's almost like you're making a conscious transaction with the universe of I am going to give you my peace. And you got mad at me when I was talking about this. Yeah. You were like, that is not okay. I was like, almost like, I'm going to, de- I'm going to pay you my peace for X amount of years, which unfortunately we, can, we never know how many years that's going to be, for in return, like perpetual peace for decades, hopefully later. We kind but, like you never things. end up, you don't know where that finish line is. Right. So you don't actually like, have like, a, like an actual like transaction. That totally. you, you know what I mean? So for years we were transacting our, you know, constant peace for hopefully a tremendous amount of fulfillment. In return,
0: I feel like we kind of have different opinions about this.
2: And whether or not that's okay.
0: About prioritizing joy.
2: Yeah.
0: I think Greg is in a mindset. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. For me, we've been working on these companies now for three, four years. Ever since I started my page, we've been grinding. And I'm like, when is that piece coming? oh wait, like it's not, I just need to make it so. I like, just This is need, life. Yeah, now. this is life now. Yeah, I need to schedule it in now instead of waiting for this like miraculous day when suddenly I can just horseback ride into the sunset. And not like that'll be it. But I think Greg is, he's in focus mode because he has, you want a piece later on. Like I think you leave less you have time. your
1: eye on a prize. Yeah. Um, a do, you ha- right. do you have like a legitimate prize at the end that you know what it is when you'll have it?
2: I just know that the work isn't done yet, right? I just know that the work isn't done yet. Specifically speaking about Bloom and spreading this product, whatever that looks like, whether it's just nationally or globally, until that work is done, like I just like can't relax. Maybe that's just quite literally financially we're not at a place to do that. But also like I just know that it's not done just as like a movement. And I feel like I'm not going to be able to like, totally relax until that. I feel like that's complete or at least I gave it everything I have. Thanks. I think one, I, I enjoy the journey. Yeah. I do genuinely enjoy the journey every day, but looping it back to the original question too, of like, I kind of love the quote of you have two people that you need to make proud, your seven-year-old self and like your 70-year-old self. And I constantly reflect on that one. And I really? Just like That's a good one, right? Yeah. That's a good one. And I'm constantly like, even, even today I was looking in the mirror and I was like, I was thinking about this, this transaction that we were going to move forward with. And I was like, would seven-year-old you or 14-year-old you probably a little bit more conscious. <laughs> like, think that this is cool. I like, think that this is a good thing to move forward with. It's kind of a competitive thing, too, because I guess also how as I as a kid, I really struggled with the education system, just like Mari tremendously. I wasn't able to compete on any level, whether it was on sports even or academically, definitely not academically. And so now that I have something that I am good at, it's like I'm just going to take it and run again, that feeling of fulfillment that I'm sacrificing for peace. That feeling of fulfillment right now is what I want and I'm enjoying it. And you know, we're definitely at a point now where we're trying to balance it a little bit more with peace. But I'm just loving it. I, don't, I guess it's kind of a competitive thing, but I'm not really competing with anyone except yourself. And like you know, like the society that kind of shit on, kind of curse on, this? yeah, yeah, that kind of shit on me through the, the, academic, the through show. the academic <laughs> process, right? So, like, just as an example, like growing up in school, I was I was special ed, but special ed in 2014 was I was next to people with like severe learning disabilities. That's the classroom that I was placed in because I just just because I have extreme, extreme ADHD, which Mari also has. Like we're, we're both. It's, we have do have a lot of similarities, even though we sound very different. <laughs> so just like finally, it's kind of a fuck you to society, but it's not really angry. I'm not like angry about it. It's just like kind of I guess that's what fuels it.
0: Don't you guys also feel like on social media, we are served content? all around balance and finding joy and men are served hustle culture. Like I would love to see Greg's 000%. for you page versus mine. That's so interesting. And nowadays I think a lot of us are getting served balance content and making time for you. And I do
1: agree with that stuff for sure. Yeah. But I think there's room for both. I think there's seasons. That's my take. Is that- seasons. Is a season? I love that. I love that. I love yeah. the word seasons and I've definitely and been like having- that an internal dialogue with yourself to know when to activate which season, Yeah, you know, and trusting it. That's like my biggest thing is like, which voice is the true one? Because sometimes I'm like, do you actually need a rest day Mm -hmm. or are you being lazy? What's the fucking difference? Like I I can't, sometimes I can't tell. And I think that the actual growth is being able to distinguish between those two voices, which one is the real one. I agree.
0: I agree. I've actually been dealing with that this week. I had to let go one of my team members and I've been having these two voices one of them is, oh, you made a mistake. Like, look, now you're having to handle it all by yourself. Like, did I mess up and having that guilt, but then the current day me knowing that it was the right decision and knowing that I needed to do that. And it was better for both of us for me to make that decision. And my therapist always says like that inner weak voice, that's your inner child saying that they need help. They need comfort. And it's like trusting who you are today and going with that. But it's tough. It's tough to tell the difference.
1: It is. What was your process to get to actually making the decision? Because anyone listening, it's just like placeholder, whatever you're thinking about doing, like placeholder Mari's situation with firing someone. But what? how did you, <laughs> lead, how did you lead up to that?
0: It sucks. I hate it. Someone could be so talented and great at their job, but I find that if it's not personality-wise a good fit or the chemistry in the room isn't right and... It just isn't worth it to me because so much of what I do in my day is interacting with other people and speaking to my audience. I need to have good energy. I need to feel positive and confident and good about my day. And that's why I've had such good luck with my assistant Fee, Fee's who here. fee is her. here in the room. You can probably <laughs> feel her positive vibes yeah. oozing through the audio as we <laughs> speak. But she really is like a ray of sunshine. She runs around my house smiling and laughing, and it makes everything I do fun. And if I stop enjoying what I'm doing and that's because of another human, then
1: it's not going to work. Totally. And in the process of like coming to the conclusion of listening to the real voice to make that hard choice. Yeah. How did you get there? I guess. Did it take a long time? A lot of
0: like running to Greg and Fee and being like, did I mess up? It take, have patience with yourself. Like I definitely wasn't right away confident. I spoke to my therapist. I spoke to my, my close friends and family. And, um, but also just noticing the wins that I'm having in my day because I'm keeping the energy good and totally. just noticing the progress already and also remembering that we've been through this before Greg and I unfortunately have had to fire a few people it and it's always been the right choice
1: that I love that it's always been the right choice. I feel like yeah. every, I actually just reposted something that was it was like a we're not really strangers that Instagram account. Yep, and it was just like about like letting shit go, letting people go that no longer serve you. Sometimes I think that that can go on an extreme and people do it like way too black and white, but. Never, not once in my entire 31 years on earth, whenever I've let go of something, never have I ever regretted it. Not once.
2: I think strike when the iron's hot and ride momentum and people get so obsessed with riding that momentum that they're afraid to take a step back for two forward. And whenever you fire somebody, you're going to replace them with somebody who is what you wish they could be, because now you've learned what you actually need. Totally. And yeah, it's a a step back for two forward situation. So it's painful. This is going to suck for three weeks. You guys are going to be their team is going to be twice as busy now, yeah. but in a month, it's yeah. going to be like, oh, wow, this was a good thing we did that a month ago. Yeah, totally. That someone month once told painful. me. It feels like it's so long.
1: Yeah. Someone once told me early on in starting my company, that person, not, and this is not to shit on like whoever this person was, but I'm saying like placeholder, <laughs> the person that just, and it's just maybe just not a fit. Like they're probably fabulous in, a, in another environment. You know what I mean? But it's a cancer to everything. When it's That's not when say, the right yeah. thing, it's just it spreads and you can't stop it. So it's yeah. doing everyone else a disservice to not just make the hard choice of yep. removing the cancer. My I, consideration is always about the team. Like, how yeah. is it not only how
0: is it making me feel? How is it making Fee feel? How is it making the Bloom team feel? Yeah. It's not just about me. Yeah.
2: But I think from the very beginning, we've seen companies that were compete, competing with quotes because it's it's all, you know, it's enough for everybody. But... They try to form this perfect team of experience and resumes and portfolios. And so they get some 40-year-olds in the room who have this amazing experience and amazing resume. And all we did from the beginning was try to get a room of people who collaborate really well together. And that's how you build an amazing team. And so these companies that we're competing with who have all this funding behind them and they just follow this cookie cutter recipe of get everyone with the best experience and then put them all in a room together, they clash and they don't work well together. And so the person that Mari just let go, maybe outrageously qualified, they could go crush it, but it didn't work well with Mari and Fee. So therefore it's not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And so our priority with Bloom and the companies that we build has always been just building a powerhouse of collaborators. So that's why we're in office. Like we can't be a remote company. We, nobody's really that individual. If in the new office that we're moving into in February, we're all going to be in one room together. It's a very collaborative experience. And it, again, that. if there's a cancer to just that collaborative process, we just fired a couple months ago the most talented person on our team. And Say more. I mean, on paper, on paper. And she was a cancer to the
1: entire team. And just because that person was a cancer in one environment does not mean that they will right. be in others. They're going to go crush it. Totally. And I, I root for And them. just being like at peace with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think yeah. it's good to talk about because As no I think one so does. Too. No one talks about it, but it's so important. And energy is literally the one thing you have to protect at all costs yeah. yeah including prioritizing whatever horseback riding whatever it is that brings you more of that energy mm-hmm. yeah it's literally the currency yeah financial currency emotional currency spiritual currency all of it it's like whoever's around you impacts that so i think 100%. it's so fucking it's like people
2: will be in a place in their life where they can get a landscaper or they can get a dog walker or they yeah. can get a cleaning person once a month and they won't like that person and they put up with it just for the it's inconvenience the of firing yeah. them and finding a new one and it's like people think that they they, ha- they can't change these things. And I think because we're just constantly like, just so go, go, go. Like we, we do constantly analyze like our situation mm-hmm. and we're constantly trying to improve it. So we make those changes a little bit faster than most people, but that's how you that's how you improve.
1: It's interesting to me that both of you have said that in school you didn't thrive. And clearly, even like from this tiny conversation on letting people go, you're smart business people. I relate a ton. I wasn't great at school either. And I always thought I wasn't smart. I was like, I'm not smart. I'm not capable. Like, that was the story and the mantra that I didn't realize was going on in my mind. And even being put in special ed, not to, like, knock special ed at all, but, like, you've had that story this whole fucking time that that's the room you belonged in. And I talk on this podcast so much about just the education system in general. And I'm curious, from your guys' end, that relationship with understanding that like just because in that environment you didn't thrive, like that you're actually both smart as fuck. Like what has that journey been like? Is it like a constant reminding yourself? I feel less defined by school than I think Greg. I don't really have
0: this like anger towards it. I Mm. think I was struggling more so at home in my family than at school. It was Mm. kind of a mixture of both. Like, yeah, I was not great at school, but I got by. More so it's been about building my confidence because I wasn't given confidence in my household and growing from that. So it's tough. I think I've heard Greg actually say a bunch of times, oh, you know, because I can't read or because I'm not smart. And I always catch him because to me, Greg is one of the smartest people I've, I've ever it met for five minutes, and you're smartest.
2: she say, "Like, don't speak that on yourself, right?" Yeah, like, don't, yeah, don't I
1: don't like that, that
0: existence. It's not
1: yeah. Because I've always, but this, it's an old right? wound, and it's not even. It's like you came by honestly. Like, it's not yeah. your fault yeah. that you were in that. That's why one of my questions, if you saw in the prep, is like, what's something that you've had to unlearn and relearn? Is that a lot of these things are like imposed on you when you're little, and then you have mm-hmm. to literally unlearn them and then relearn them in a way that serves you now? Everything, like Everything. relationships, the way I interact with Greg,
0: the way I interact yeah. with other people. I think I came into the adult world a lot more insecure than people would realize. And I still struggle with that because growing up, I wasn't told that I was pretty. I wasn't told I was smart. Very little encouragement. I mean, I launched in Target this week and my family doesn't even know. That's something that I deal with on a daily basis. And just finding self-validation has been my journey. I feel like Greg has dealt more with the educational system, education system. Do you want to speak on that?
2: We launched our first business when I when we were in college. I was able to kind of have the experience of like fuck these textbooks while the textbook was in front of me.
1: Um, <laughs> fuck these textbooks. I feel the same Greg, yeah. Just so you know, I'm with you because I literally had the same vibe.
0: Yeah. So that should be a t-shirt. That's yeah, Greg's textbook. new merch.
1: Do you remember okay. anything from those textbooks cuz I don't? I remember um, everything no. that I've learned well, in I, the past 12 I years can't of working. I read them.
2: So I don't to... <laughs> I've not I can't read um. So sorry, I can't say.
1: Yes,
0: that you can. He finds
1: read cha- reading challenge. Yeah, I read out loud. If tomorrow, if, I like, thought I hated reading too, and I literally read like a book a week yeah. now, and I fucking hated it. And I thought I hated. I thought I couldn't read. I yeah. thought I was a late reader. I thought everything, and I just wasn't reading what I liked. Mm. Like literally,
2: playing in some. Well, way. that's a huge part of the school system, right? Like the kid. How could you keep this kid interested in this room with no windows? Literally cages on the windows. Yeah. And you're in the eight hours, if not ten, and they expect you to like pay attention to what you're doing anyway it's kind of just been like a, you know, not everyone could have this, but it wasn't just school. We couldn't really hold normal jobs. We both couldn't really hold normal, normal jobs. And what was your experience with a normal nine to five?
0: I never really had one. I mean, I worked at the front desk at Orange Theory Fitness for a while, 3 a.m. Yeah. opening hours, having yeah. people throw their heart rate monitors at me, like a little bit wild. I just, yeah, it's difficult to dedicate yourself to something that isn't yours yeah. in my head. How do you encourage them, the team, to rally behind? I see what you're saying. I think because they have so much independence and freedom yeah. among in their department. They're I'm all on so entre- like the wage businesses. It's like literally yeah. the most important. They call the shots. Like I trust our team. They
2: tell us what to do and if it's their expertise. You know, they're yeah. all entrepreneurs on our team, intrapreneurs on our team. I think intrapreneurs. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, inside the company. They all run their own little business. Yeah, it's kind of been like a screw society's ways in the sense of like everyone on our team besides one or two is under 30 years old, which hasn't been like an ageism thing. It's just like I don't want your fucking experience at one of these corporations. I don't care where you went to school. Like, I just want you to come here and want and, and really understand social media. I have the good product for you to push. We have yeah. the good product for you, to, for you to get in front of people. So you just need to be mastering at social media. And it's an attention economy, how to get people's attention you don't need experience because there's no such thing as experience with that. TikTok's fucking new. So a 22-year-old's as good as a 40-year-old and 90% of the time, 10 times better. Yeah. So it's kind of a screw society's ways and screw like how the corporations work, screw like how the textbooks say a business is ran, just all that stuff. We don't know any of the acronyms. We don't know any of, like any of the things that... I hate when I
0: get on a call with another company and they use this crazy vocabulary and I'm like, just talk normal. Totally. Like, you know how. And just honestly, tell me what you're saying. Everyone
1: is on the same page, just so you know. Yeah, just, the founder, they just want to sound cool. Yeah. Totally. I had the founder of Refinery29 on, and when they started getting to, like, this insane scale, she was having to be in these meetings with all these people that, like, had this, like, 50-year experience in scaling businesses, media businesses specifically. So she was, like, in these rooms, not knowing. And it was, like, a room of, like, 20, 30 people. She, like, the first few times was just, like, really contracted and, like, didn't say anything in those meetings, was trying to, like, just figure out being in them. And then one day she just asked, like, I don't remember if it was, like, KPR. It was just, like, an acronym. And she was, like, can I just ask a question? Like, what does this mean? And literally more than half of the people in the room were, like, Thank you for asking. None oh of us so Like the wasted time of people just like, fucking say what you're, you're talking about. You're wasting time. Yeah. This meeting's
0: two hours. Yeah. It could be 30 minutes.
1: 15. Just tell me what the fuck the goal is. Thank and you. And where are
0: we going? Thank <laughs> you. Like the <laughs> acronyms are too much. Like I don't understand. Totally.
1: Mari, I want to hear about your story, your transformation. I'm going to actually have people go listen to the Skinny Confidential so they get the whole entire story. But since I have both of you, yeah. I want to get kind of high level of your journey, And then I would love to, I think it's going to happen organically. But within the journey, I want to hear how your relationship evolved.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll try to give the condensed version for anyone who doesn't know. But in 2016, I was probably at rock bottom in my life. I was in college. I had discovered drinking and partying and all of the things to help numb the pain that I had. I Did just you had know the pain.
1: Did you know what the pain was?
0: Not really. You just I think, had pain.
2: It wasn't even like formally diagnosed. I think.
0: Until 18. Yeah, I had been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder at this mm-hmm. point. But borderline personality disorder is a trauma disorder, so I didn't really understand my trauma yet. Now I do. But I knew I had BPD, and I was self-harming, having a lot of issues with personal relationships, like cutting friends out. They were cutting me out. It was it was a mess. I was failing every class. My apartment was a disaster. I was supposed to be graduating in a semester and I just like wasn't functioning as a human. So I ended up dropping out of school and moving home. And I'm not a medical professional, definitely not advising you guys do this, but I came off all the medication I was on. I was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety, mood stabilizers, like a cocktail of medication that basically gave me no personality. Zero grip on reality, like completely like in psychosis. Did you just
1: stop or did you wean? Cold I turkey. just stopped.
0: Cold turkey. I just stopped because I I had kind of realized that I, my life
1: was just fucked at this point. Do you remember how you realized it? Just like, looking like, was around Was there like me? a one moment, like when you decided cold turkey? I but think- you dropped out of school. I had
0: dropped out of school and I was home and I had room to kind of look around. And Greg wasn't there. Mm. We had broken up, didn't have friends- I was treating people badly. I was like shoplifting. I went through a shoplifting phase. Like it was just a weird time. Like I didn't know what I was doing with myself. Yeah. No degree, no job, no goals. Came off the medication and kind of had this like, that was rough. That's not a fun thing to do. Um, It really sucks. And it was a bad time in my life. But I think hitting rock bottom, you know how we were just talking about not firing someone you don't like because it's just uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people deal with being uncomfortable because it never really gets that bad. They're like, m- like the best. mid-level <laughs> uncomfortable. So they deal with it and tolerate it. But then you, you, need, it. you need it to get really bad yeah. to make a change. And it got really fucking bad. I kind of realized the only person that was going to pull me out was me. I was like looking who's going to help. Because that's kind of what you're taught. Like mm-hmm. you're going to have a safety gonna net. Saved. Someone's going to help you. But no one helped me. And then my whole life was ruined. So I was like, okay, I I really need to fix this. And I I need to change who I am because I tried to have more compassion for the old me. I used to kind of talk about it as, as if I was a bad person. I wasn't. I was just in a lot of pain. And I didn't really have a good example of how to be a good person or how to work hard. I just kind of was floating around. I didn't have a ton of goals. So the fitness journey, it's funny because I feel like I'm known for the weight loss of it all but for me it was so much more about the mental i wanted to become mentally tough that was my goal i wanted to be able to handle anything life threw at me because i felt so weak i felt like anything could trip me up like because of the bpd going right. to a grocery store having a cashier look at me weird would make me cry i would leave the gym if anyone looked at me funny like and it would be any interaction could just ruin my whole day people's other people were affecting my energy which is not what i wanted so for 9 months I pretty much self-isolated and taught myself everything I could about nutrition, fitness, working out. I was going twice a day, prepping all my meals. I eventually Where did you go to like learn all of these things? Greg. Was... You were together when we got back together. Uh, when I started getting my yeah, life we together. We stayed in
2: touch the whole time and I mean this is that, that was a blip.
0: But yeah. Greg was the only person in my life I knew who was super dedicated to something. Witness was his thing. Your friend group or like the people that were like... They were drinking. They were partying. Like I kind of left them back where they were. Even like that decision
1: though, that's a hard one. Oh yeah. Like if your friends are in a zone and you're already in a dark place, I feel like that's where people get stuck. They're in like that loop because at least it's someone. Yeah.
0: No, I I actually felt quite bad about how I left it for for years. Like this was maybe nine years ago that I was friends with these girls in my sorority house and I felt badly about the way I left things because it was pretty much like just ghosted them in a way because that's what I needed at the time. Yeah, And recently I've rekindled one of the relationships and we talked and I apologized. She apologized for not knowing how bad it was. And it was a really nice moment for me, very healing. But Greg was super into fitness when I first met him. He was like cooking every meal, which in college is bizarre. Totally, No (laughs) one does that. Okay. So he initially taught me how Everything. to weightlift, and I was copying his meals, like straight up doing, eating exactly what he was eating, which was like too much. I was like <laughs> massive bowl of oatmeal, six eggs. Like I thought that that was how to do it. Um. Okay, hey, I got you from point A to point B. Yep. And That's then all you need to do.
1: Wow. Yeah. So I'm so curious about this. This is like literally the reason why I wanted to have you guys on. I feel like, like I said, this audience is an audience of seekers and a lot of people are in relationships. Sometimes when you're deciding to do something that's different than maybe the way in which you entered a relationship, it affects things and it changes things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes relationships end, they definitely change, that's for sure. So I'm curious within your journey together, have there been moments where maybe it's like off on the journey or have you guys been together like same same vibes, like same level of the journey the whole way through? And what advice would you give to someone who's in a relationship with someone who is changing? You know what my therapist says is called a system.
0: So in a family, for example, there's a system, there's a way that thing, things things yeah. work. If you decide to disrupt mm. the system and become more successful or you decide to start working out, it makes other people uncomfortable because you change the system mm-hmm. and they feel like you don't rely on them anymore. You have this new thing. I don't know. I think during the fitness journey, we were very much in sync and very in sync when we were building the businesses. We were side by side doing it together. It was hard. Yeah. Like we were just us two for years without I mean, socializing At one point,
2: we, we moved to Colorado for a year just to go focus. And it was just Mari and I, seven days a week, just focusing. I mean, we Was were this attached- for
1: Bloom or for the brand of Mari Both. 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 Okay.
2: So we were attached by the hip for like four years straight. And pretty much just the last 18 months, we've kind of.
0: This gone. is actually, we're in it now. Yeah. It's the first time that we're not 100% focused on the same thing. Yeah. Because has it been helpful? Like, has it been better? I've for you enjoyed guys? it. I've enjoyed it. I think it's actually allowed us both to grow independently, which is uncomfortable at first. I actually was like panicking because I'm like, oh, I'm used to having Greg with me. I'm used to being in meetings with him every day. I see his face throughout the day. Now I don't see him until he gets home. Yeah. Because now, yeah, Bloom has its own team. It's like a fully functioning company. I'm on with the creative team when I need to be making high level decisions. Mm -hmm. I talk about content, influences, anything that pertains to me, but Greg's not on those conversations. Mm. And I'm kind of shifting my focus to my brand. And what am I I wanting Mm -hmm. to do? Because although I love business and I love what we've built, for years that's all I really had time to do because it took up so much energy. And now suddenly I can do things that I've kind of always wanted to do with my platform. So I've been so busy, he's been so busy, and it's kind of separate now.
2: But it's 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 been a treat. I think we're both falling into what we're like meant to be doing. And so it's been tough, but just like so cool, at least from my perspective, to see it happen with Mari. And then also for me to just kind of like be able to focus without like just to focus on my strengths as well.
0: To anyone listening who's maybe uncomfortable right now with the, where their relationship is at, I think give it time and be patient and focus on you, because if you can come together at the end of the day and celebrate each other, I think that's all that really matters. But
2: don't expect it to just work. And don't expect it to just work out if there's a problem. Like we put intentional effort into this every day. Like
1: what, for example?
2: So like at one point, for example, we like intentionally would try to travel frequently and it almost turned into like escapism. Like, let's just focus on this while we're at home, and then we'll travel, and that will be our break. And we loved traveling so much, and then we get back to the grind. And as of the last 18 months, we've been really trying to make sure it's part of our daily routine. So...
1: We eat dinner together every night. That's a rule. That
0: Pretty much
2: as a rule. Pretty much go to bed, or, bed together six days out of the week.
1: Bed together at the same time is so fucking important.
0: Yeah. 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 Every night, and it's that maybe i would prefer to go to bed later maybe whatever we just make well, she it can work we go fall
2: sleep later yeah 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 so yeah. we're right.
0: always in bed at the same time dinner together dinner's generally a no phone zone no screen zone evenings are pretty sacred for us and we, every saturday night since we started Forever dating night. is date night
2: yeah
0: i know we're like literally 90 years old I like, love but like it.
2: as we get busier like we need to it's not like rules like cuz we enjoy them but we Protect you know we it. have to put things in place so like every morning i leave Mario a note Every morning, like I, before I go to work, like we always, we always kiss and say, how, how did you sleep?
1: Have you ever felt like in the journey, you haven't been on the same level though? I feel like sometimes it's like when you're with someone, maybe it's not, you're growing at the same exact speed, but like maybe one person's like a little bit up in one direction and the other one is lagging. And then the other one goes up in this direction and you're kind of like going up a tree, like interwined.
2: It's what you're trying to improve. Yeah. So like Mari was working on, um, what, what do you call it? The reflecting on your childhood? inner child inner child. child or like different forms of or mental health work while I'm trying to like get over stress management mm-hmm. and they're different and they maybe it's like hey you're not trying to improve at the same rate' right? I'm we're just improving at different, and different things. things and so that's been a tough one as we've been going into our individual routes and respecting each other's
1: that's the progress the and journey is
2: the respect um yeah. but like a lot of this is fresh a lot of this is fresh especially as we're both diving into like that stress management and that mental health and yeah you know how it's not just about the daily physical rituals because that's what we thought health was that's what everyone thinks traditionally health is right like our sleep's on point our food's on point our exercise is on point then like our self-development is on point but that's not the case And so us just figuring out like what those non-physical things are a little separately. So like for you, maybe it's horseback riding. For me, maybe it's road biking. For whatever it is.
0: But career-wise, in terms of being on the same level, I think we are lucky that we are good at very different things. Yeah. Yeah. So Greg may be thriving in the business and becoming a leader and hiring more and getting into retail stores. Hint, hint. We're, Uh, We're launching in Target today. Oh, my God, you so, guys. Well, we've been In live all for a week, nationwide. but we haven't announced that we're
2: yeah. already the number one selling greens at Target. Stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's happening right I'm now. i send you guys a video of
1: me buying it at Target. That would be amazing because yeah. it
0: is really surreal.
1: Like, yeah, that was my goal from huge. the beginning. Also, like, okay, well, I want to definitely get into all things Bloom. I just really, like, the growth—I don't know how—you said three years it's been?
2: We're in the third year. We
1: launched January that's, of That's insane to be in yeah. Target already. So mm-hmm. we're like the that's number wild. one
2: selling greens on Amazon by far. But top five supplements on Amazon. We're the number one selling greens in the United States.
1: That is wild. Yeah. That is so, so wild. We
2: today. have a full product line, but our hero is by far the greens.
1: Okay, well, let's, let's just yeah. jump into all things Bloom. How the hell did this idea come to be? Did you both have this exact same vision? Talk to me about the whole process.
2: Me and Mari had several super successful brands prior to Bloom.
0: When I first posted my first like fitness post for my transformation, which I didn't post at all for nine months, and then suddenly I had this weight loss story and it blew up. How many followers did you have at that time? 900. Yeah, max. Wow. 900 friends from school. Wow. And I was worried about what they would think. Now I don't even think about Very it. Very much
2: worried, yeah.
0: <laughs> what did you tell yourself to actually get yourself to post it? I made them for Greg. Because I wanted Greg to be proud of me. Well, so I was, like, would,
2: very much part of the... the whole journey, yeah, obviously. He yeah. would
0: weigh me every yeah. week. Yeah. But wouldn't, I didn't want to see the numbers, so he would just tell me how much I lost. Yeah. But he would also lie. I love <laughs> If I didn't lose anything, he'd be like, oop, a pound, nice, babe. Just so I would <laughs> keep going, like, and encourage me. Stop.
1: Yeah, we love a little lying. I but, love um... that. I mean, if, it's, if it's in the spirit of, like, knowing your partner and knowing what drives them... <laughs> yes, I'm definitely... I needed that. Yeah, we're both yeah. motivated by progress. Yeah. So...
0: The weight loss transformation photo spurred up a lot of DMs. What workout plan did you use? What nutrition plan did you use? So I was like, oh, these people really want to plan. So we whipped up a PDF guide of everything that I did. And I'm not a big fan of meal plans, I think those can be very like, Those are specific to who Mm -hmm. you are, but I did make like grocery lists and inspiration lists. An overall
2: like nutrition guide.
0: And we sold it for $5. People would DM us. We would email it to them and they would PayPal us. So it was a manual transaction, which as you can imagine, we were on the phone all day. And then put that money into resistance bands. That was our first physical product. Sold a lot of booty bands because we were one of the first fabric booty bands on the market
1: Mm.
0: back then, especially from an influencer. No influencers had brands back then.
2: So the second we, like, realized that this was a convertible thing, we... Started running ads, Facebook ads for Mari's page, which was like super like lowbrow, frowned upon situation. Like Mari would run ads. Yeah.
1: How did right? you like like how did you decide like you know what fuck it. I don't care what people think like I'm gonna do an ad. No, I was embarrassed. Well, I was like hey, Mari, if but like could- I feel like people need to hear that because people are like they don't want like their aunt or like their third yeah. grade teacher or the fucking random ass person that they met yeah. two times. Yeah. Yeah. Or you even know? you need to run ads. Or even to <laughs> you're like yeah I know. <laughs>
0: or even to look like you're promoting yourself. Yeah, yes. because that's what they
2: were. It was follow Mari. That was because I knew if they clicked follow on Mari, they'd fall in love with Mari and then they would just organically buy the things that that, that Mari talked about because she made them and they were yeah. good product. This is
0: where our teamwork comes into play because I don't think that way. I'm not yeah. very, I'm too embarrassed to do yeah. stuff like that and Greg just doesn't give it. shit. You if you're, you're
2: not being given opportunities, like, you need to make the opportunity, right? Yeah. And so like have, you know, Money talks like you pay for those ads. So every dollar we made from those PDFs went into promoting Mari's page because no one gave us the time of day. You know, whether it's I won't name the publications, but no one would pick up our call if we want to try to get some PR about it. So I was like, we're just going to blast this shit through the Internet. And so every dollar went to Facebook ads in the beginning and blew up Mari's page. That turned into more workout guides. And then from those workout guides, if somebody bought the guide, they would DM Mari about the guide and Mari would train them. So into the night, Mari was working with individual clients, and if you gave her the attention, she would give you the attention. And before you knew it, Mari had a bank of these transformations from from clients who paid five dollars. That was like you incredible. were training them for
0: free. Yeah. I was giving advice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Through that, we were like, all right, we need a physical product to promote this, you know, yeah. instant download, which was the booty band. And so, of course, there was exercises in the guides because Mari. That was also like Mari's thing. It was like. Every girl's thing was trying to grow their ass right yeah. in that year. Um, it still is. Still probably still is.
1: is. Still trying.
2: And so, I mean, we sold over a million of these booty bands to complement the guys. And then from there, we were like, all right. When Mari first started her, her her journey, I mean, you came home. You want to talk about supplements?
0: I did not want a supplement company. No. Greg came home and he was like, I want to make a supplement company. I was because like, she came home why? when
2: she was on her journey and she came home with all this like junk. And I was like, there's nothing for girls. I was like, this is crazy. I never even realized this was a problem.
0: I went into GNC and all the products were like black, red, yellow, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. tape, <laughs> yeah. caution tape. Chrome. Those, as fonts, marked,
1: those fonts are so yeah. scary. And I was like, well, so powerful, I guess like this
0: one looks good. And, and it yeah. wasn't good. It was full of crap and it was way too much for me and it triggered my anxiety. And I definitely needed a supplement. And I wanted something that was more about focus too. So our first product was the pre-workout and it was all natural super focused focus, focused focused that makes sense <laughs> yeah. like it was on focus we sampled all of 2018 by ourselves and launched january 2019 i shot all the website photos we designed all the labels we did all the customer
1: service like we did everything ourselves do you remember how much you invested in this whole process do you? to start
2: under 20 grand I mean, people
1: need to hear that, though, because people yeah. think like, oh, you have all these things, but it's like, oh, people need to hear that. No, you know? I
2: mean, everything was always just on credit cards. That yeah. was our fucking, that was our venture capital. That was who helped us. It was just credit cards, and we tried to pay them back as fast as we could. I mean, if you guys want a loan, call Visa, call American Express, call <laughs> whoever and open up some goddamn credit cards and believe in your situation. If it doesn't work out, like, yeah, like, you'll be kind of fucked, but— <laughs> Make sure it works out. It has and to work sure that yeah, really that, But that's always been us. Yeah. We always put our back up against the wall. We do. Like, yeah. We've always gotten an it's office that we can't, we can't always. afford. We've always gotten things that like, we've always placed orders that we can't afford or we're afraid we can't sell. You know, we're, we always have our back up against the wall. And it's kind of been like this, it's just urgency is the word that we yeah. kind of keep around, which is stressful. That's kind of at the place where we're at now, which is like trying to chill on that. But yeah, so the pre-workout was really cool. And it was kind of, it was made by women, for women, mental health focused.
1: I mean, I'm so impressed. I told you guys before recording, I've been seeing it literally everywhere. The Thank fact you. that you're in Target is wild. All of it, all the SKUs are on Target? Just greens. Okay. And is that like the thing that people are coming to you the most for? Greens is our baby. Everyone loves the greens. Greens is not caffeinated? No. no. Okay. What do people experience when having the greens? And do you have it every single day? Yes. Every, every day. Every That's day. when you're going to have the best effects. It's, it's a consistency
0: thing. It's amazing for bloating. It has probiotics. It has tons of whole fruits and veggies. So if you're not getting your vegetables in every day, like I'm not great at that, one scoop, you're getting a ton in. It has stress management, adaptogens in there, mm. tons of superfoods. It's just like a scoop of amazingness, but it's yeah. the bloating that people love and the, really? hang- the
1: hangovers too. I literally cannot wait. I will give you guys my review for sure. I've tried literally everything that you can think of on the market. (laughs) So and then for the pre and post workout, what like what to expect? Because I feel like there's certain brands that people probably know. I've tried them, like I said, and I can't take them because they they spike my anxiety a ton. Yeah. Even like the cleaner ones. Yeah. So what can people expect from the pre-workout is
0: very much focused, I feel like. So we have
2: two. We We have have we have the original formula, Mm -hmm. which is low caffeine for like the more anxious, caffeine-sensitive individual. Yeah. And then we have the high energy for like the Celsius energy drink drinkers. We yeah. have a lot so, of girls
1: who are nurses. I like what you offer, the two.
0: Yeah, because yeah, some sure. girls really do want that energy. Yeah. But a lot of girls who are nurses or studying or just cleaning their house will take our pre-workout because it has a great focus event. Yeah, That's my favorite thing about it. And it tastes amazing. Fee's nodding in the background because she takes our pre-workout yeah. every day. Yeah,
1: are you on it right now? <laughs> She's like running through her veins all day. (laughs) You guys, first of all, you're both extremely smart. Like if you ever doubted that for a second, you're both brilliant, (laughs) beyond brilliant. I'm curious, what is something that makes you feel like genuinely alive? It can be work, relationship, anything. But like the thing that you've identified is where you really come alive. Connecting and speaking. You're excellent at it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Found it. Thank you.
0: I mean,
2: like, my my favorite thing in the world is just, like, exploring a new city with Mari, like, on foot, like, feet bleeding at the end of the day, like, just walking, like, the whole day. That's, <laughs> like, yeah. That. Greg
0: is a very extreme individual, if you could But <laughs> it's walking. I won't run.
1: Like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then let's close out with both of you giving the answer to our listener who maybe is, like, looking at you guys and seeing you both live in alignment, live in something that's clearly, like, very... Alive in you, you're very passionate about it, and they want that for themselves so desperately. And I want to hear from you how you stay consistent with that. But what would you tell them?
0: I would say, if not you, then who? I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but I think anyone entering a journey like this doubts themselves. And they think that someone like me and Greg have something special or we have a secret hack that they don't have or we had money we didn't have any of those things we started from literally nothing we both thought that we weren't capable we thought we didn't have enough money we thought we weren't smart enough if we can do it you can do it find that thing that makes you feel alive and that you're really good at with social media nowadays you can literally turn anything into a business which is the coolest thing ever if you're a great at sewing or knitting mm-hmm. you can do something with that so i would just say if we can do it you can do it too
2: yeah, I love and it. that These things are intentional. Everything's intentional. Don't leave it up for chance. That doesn't exist. And, you know, the foundation of everything is discipline, but discipline, you know, creates happiness. And it's seven days a week. So.
1: Seven days a week. One day a week horseback riding.
0: Week,
2: horseback <laughs> but that's part riding. of. The, yeah. Two
1: or two. I love that. I, didn't, I actually <laughs> didn't know that you were doing that. For the first question I asked you before we started recording, when you made that decision to make a huge change, a transformation, I feel like some people will start and then they'll like get somewhere, but then they come back and revert or self-sabotage back into a place that's familiar. Mm. What actually pushed you through that, that next phase and stayed here?
0: Yeah. It was kind of like we were talking about before, putting your back up against a wall and just knowing that if I did slip backwards, like... I felt like I wasn't going to survive. I don't know how else to put it. It, The only thing that got me through is there was no other option. It cannot be an option in your head to go backwards. Like Envision the future that you want and the person you want to be. Envision yourself as your highest self. Do something small every day that's getting you towards that. Add more habits in each day and you'll get there. If you have a day that you slip backwards, all that matters is that you get back on track the next day. And even if you fuck up for two days, get back on the third day, throwing it all in the trash because you messed up a couple of times is not the mindset you have to have. You, you have
1: to keep going. I don't know how else to put it, but... I mean, that was put perfectly. perfectly. Okay. That was perfect. Thank you guys so much. I cannot wait to see your product in Target. I've told you already, I've been seeing it everywhere. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you for being here. Thank you. you guys awesome. Crush that. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. You have no idea how much it means to me and I really do hope that you left this conversation feeling lighter, more in tune and with some tools to apply to your own life. Please feel free to reach out to me via DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love that, which I have linked in the show notes on any feedback or guests that you wanna have on. And if you do have a second, I would really appreciate you giving the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and a quick review. It really helps getting the podcast in front of more people like you. See you next week.